because I'm gonna tell you the men from Senegal, especially from Dakar, and the men from Ghana, and the men from Mali, they're fine. <laughs> they Do are. they actually look uh, South African? Hmm? You look South African to me, not West African. Oh, thank you. Because yeah. I get mistaken for the West West Africans. Because it, it, a lot is a lot of West Africans. They're fine. But thank you for saying I'm West African. Do I look like Serafina? Like Serafina's lost cousin? A little bit, actually. But your features are very Southern African, to me at least. Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Sarah. I'm Shantae. I'm Eliane, and this is Unapologetically She. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically She. We are on episode 23, and the sixth episode, I think, of season two. About the sixth, yeah, episode. So, we keep going. We keep going. So, Shantae, let's go right into it. What's your drink of the week? What'd you pick? Well, before we get to drink of the week, we got a special guest. We got a special guest co-host. You know how it's like almost like the view, like, you know, they have like a co-host and everything. So we got a special guest and y'all already know who it is. Senator Mabu, Senator, what is it? Um, Senator Bay. You know, Bay, Senator Bay. Uh, what is it? Jason Momoa's secret lover <laughs> named Fondi. She is in the house. What's up, girl? Hey! So <laughs> happy to be here, finally. Been following you guys, love the show, and excited to hang out. And I will try, I will try to keep thirst at a minimum. Listen, this is unapologetically she. You don't have to be, you know, keep it at a minimum. This is unapologetically she. You, you see how we curse on here all the time, especially Sarah. <laughs> You know, and keep in mind, Sarah's somebody's mother. <laughs> what are you trying to say exactly? <laughs> I'm somebody's mom, too. <laughs> oh, wow, child, Sarah. <laughs> Especially with the wild-ass nails. What, what, what's your nails? You didn't even tell people your nails and everything. Wow. I got the stiletto nails. And tell them how you do your nails, because you do your own nails. I do. Really? I do. I do my own. They are glue-ons and I am not ashamed to say that. They are glue-ons and I buy them from kissusa.com. And you're not the only one that put on press. There's a lot of people I know that put on press on, which is when you all got the funds to get your feet and stuff to get my regular nails and my feet done together because I get the, the, the calf thing, they charge you extra mm-hmm. $50. Yep. I, I am a mom. Huh? I, I am a mom and I have other responsibilities I have to take care of first. I already splurge on my skincare and my hair care. I cannot be, 
I cannot be going in every two weeks and spending 50, 60 bucks every two weeks on my nails. So I pay $9. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's it. Uh. <sighs> yeah, it's been a minute since I got a mani-pedi. Probably 12 years. So before I had the kiddo. Yeah. Listen, as long as you have no corns, no bunions, <laughs> as long as your feet don't stink. I wear those, you know, those sleep socks. And I put some like lotion on my feet and I put the sleep socks on. Because you don't want to have those giant cracks in your feet. That's, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a no-no. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like my, my speaking, foot care regime. Speaking of bunions and corns, <laughs> I got a new TV this week. It was our early Christmas present to ourselves. Um, and it's like, it's a Samsung smart TV and it's like a 50 inch, I think. Um, but it's really high definition and it's like really clear picture. And it's really awesome for when you're watching stuff like the Sandman or the Mandalorian. But when you're watching your fitness video and you see the woman on the mat with her foot up and you can see the yellow calluses all over the bottom of her foot, that's not so great. <laughs> like, Girl, go get a pedicure, please. <laughs> Listen, I got my pedicure, you see? <laughs> see, her, your feet are smooth. perfectly soft and smooth. Yeah, that's called Vaseline and lotion. There you go. There you go. I like Vicks, too, which surprisingly works really well. What? Vicks, really? Vicks, yeah, Vicks Vapor Rub. Oh, I got some of that in my thing. Sometimes yeah. I'm putting that on my lips, like, can't have chaplains if you don't have no Blitzex and no Carmex. There goes Vicks Vapor Rub. <laughs> On the lips, I've never tried that. That's Listen, way. I hate nasty lips. I don't even have no lip gloss on, but I do have on Carmex. Oh. So, what is our drink of the week? I already took a sip of mine. Well, in the spirit of Shantae drinks wine because she's not dressed up like her co-hosts, Sarah in particular, be making all these mermaid drinks and shit. I, do that. I got a good one for next week. Just but saying. We're drinking, let's see, main wine, pink Moscato. Pink Moscato's always been my favorite wine. I opened this with a corkscrew last night. See, I had barefoot. I ran out of barefoot. I got to buy some. Look at, we both have one and a half liter bottles of wine sitting next to us. Right. I got to buy, I got to get me, because barefoot is my shit, okay? And the liquor store around me closed. So there's a new, like, upscale one, but I got to see how they, how much they shit cost, because, you know, I may have to travel further downtown to go get me some liquor. At least further downtown, they look to be, like, $2 versus, like, Always on the Upper West Side. They always want to charge everybody an arm and a motherfucking leg. Hate that shit. I, I always go. I go to the discount store. The oh, I discount go to the hood. Liquor store. I think I'm going to go to the hood and get me a pink Moscato. <laughs> <laughs> oh Listen, Lord. them hood prices help. My goodness. All right. Oh, so. Shot and chaser. So. Now we got our burning questions. Oh, Ooh. yeah, we do got the burning questions. See? We got our burning questions. I'll be forgetting about these damn burning questions. See, this is exactly why I'll be staying in the background and just chiming in. Because, <laughs> you know, I am not as structured as my fellow co-hosts. Oh, my goodness. Because even 
Pondy is more structured than I am. I'm just like all over the place. I mean, I, I like a free flowing conversation. Hey, hey, free flowing conversations are awesome. About hot men, mostly. Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> Very specific. Then hot the conversation men. will flow. <laughs> Very specific hot, hot men, no less. Very specific. They have to be good. But our burning questions for this week, at least mine, because you two are going to have some of your own. <laughs> we do. <laughs> if you want, you don't have to. I always like to come back with a question because Elian's always asking us. <laughs> and she never gets asked questions. So I always shoot them back at her because oh, I yeah. want to know it too. Yeah, we'll just... Uh... <laughs> boomerang the questions back at you all right fine okay Shante who's the messiest person you've ever known oh I know a lot of messy people <laughs> and I don't want to say their names on here because I love them dearly because I do follow them on Instagram on Twitter I know who they are but they're good spirited people but I know a lot of messy people I I, I can't even say their names but in real life in real life the messiest person, hmm. it has to be me. <laughs> I'm messy. But the difference is I'm low-key with my mess. You're low-key with your mess. You want to you explain that? <laughs> like, well, I used to be wild. Nosy. <laughs> I used to be very nosy about everything everything i will blur things out ever since i got older especially more so COVID, i toned it down just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> all right and i will just we'll call you mrs momoa yes because my preferred name my 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 pronunciation <laughs> is very very bad and we practiced before we started recording and I just, I am awful. So um, we will just refer to uh, our very Courtney. treasured guest. <laughs> yes. As Mrs. Momoa, or at least I will. Um, Mrs. Moa, are you afraid of ghosts? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, we are in spooky season, so I have to ask the question. Are you afraid um, of so ghosts? So I am... 38 I sometimes forget how old I am I'm 38 and I still am not very comfortable sleeping with the lights off completely off because I feel like I can feel like a presence or I hear sounds I'll never tell my kids this because I make them turn off the lights <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I used to get like, uh, what's it called? Not night terrors, but when you are sleeping and you feel like something is pressing like on mm -hmm. your chest mm -hmm. or like there's a malevolent spirit in the room. Mm -hmm. I hope nobody listens to this podcast because <laughs> I sound a little bit. But anyway, <laughs> yes, I, short answer. Yes, I believe in ghosts. All right. Never be afraid to believe in anything. Some people believe in the spirit, well, the spirit is true. Now, I believe in spirits, right? So I think there are things out there that we can explain. And if we call them ghosts, then ghosts. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. So, Shantae. Since 
you know, you want to ask me about messy people. I'm pretty sure you know a lot of messy people. Mm. <laughs> and it's people that we follow on the it's, internet. It's people that we follow, but you know, there's also people in real life. And let's face it, most of my demographic are messy, 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 oh. messy, 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 messy. So yes, I know lots of messy people. The messiest person I've ever met. I would have to say, and for anyone who's listened to the show before or has seen, who or who is on Twitter and has seen my feed will know what I'm talking about, my father. He's probably the messiest person I've ever known. Yeah. As for ghosts, not afraid of ghosts, not generally speaking. There, I mean, I believe they exist, but unless I got a ghost that's like coming in and being messy, then I'm not afraid of them. <laughs> <laughs> so my easy answer is right there. Yep. So, <sighs> all right, Shantae, what do we have for Shunt and Chasers this week? All right, so if anybody is into Shot and Chaser, that's Shot my drum. That's my drums right there. That you know. So you think I'm not like doing weird things? That's my drums. So Shot and Chaser. For those who are just tuning into episode 23, I mean, like you really have to go back to the beginning and realize what Shot and Chaser is. So it's the topics of the week of our choice that we give. That's our shot, and the chaser is one of us, basically just chiming in the conversation, just like you know how tag me in the conversation, and really just you know, on key and say something. And so I have to see who is up this week. Cause I had, you know, my little notes here and there, <laughs> you know, with shot and chaser. Yes, I believe I, Miss, Mrs. Momoa is up first. That is right. Yes. Um, oh yeah. Condi is up first. See how I normally am on cue, but my eyes be like, Mm-mm. so go ahead, Condi. All right, so we were just talking about who's the messiest person that we know. I don't know this man, but Herschel Walker is hella messy. (laughs) And on so many different levels (laughs) that are almost unfathomable to me. Um, So my shot today is actually the debate that happened in Georgia this week Mm. between Raphael Warnock, an upstanding member of society, uh, pillar of the community, uh, pastor at Ebenezer Baptist Church, um, very successful legislator in the Senate, versus... um, the guy who pulled out a fake police badge at the <laughs> at the debate, um, and for some reason, uh, they are not that far apart in the polls, which is something, something. Um, so I'm going to just take us through what happened at the debate, uh, and. <laughs> I mean, all that flashes in my mind is that man pulling out that damn toy police badge. And I, I honestly, at the time, I couldn't believe it. And I was just laughing for like 10 straight minutes. I couldn't even focus on, I was supposed to be doing like rapid response, like focusing on the issues and the policy. 
but I just lost it. I lost it because <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> the way he did it, he was like, this is real. This is real. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. It's like, sir, that is a Fisher-Price badge. So that means that he, he woke up that morning. He's like, I know Senator Warnock is going to come at me about my very real career as a law enforcement officer. <laughs> Let me pack <laughs> my dollar store badge and put in my suit jacket. And when he brings it up, I'm going to pull it out. I'm going to show everybody. <laughs> that shit was funny. And then the moderator was like, now, Mr. Walker, you know that you're not supposed to put on no prop. That is considered a prop. And you were told. <laughs> She's like, we spoke about this, Herschel. What you doing? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, but it's real. <laughs> I had to respond to that. I had to sound mad geeky and. Mm-hmm. 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 And I know he said it. What did he say? He he said, "I am work with many police officers." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm like cracking up now just thinking about it. And, and but... he also said that the was <laughs> Warlock was like, how is this real life? Why am I debating this man? This is not a debate. How, he's, like, he's like, how am I even supposed to debate this? This is exactly. It's like that scene in Clueless where Cher has to debate and she just says a bunch of nonsense. And Amber's like, how am I supposed to respond to that? Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what happens. I, I don't like. I saw clips of it. I didn't watch the debate, but I saw clips of it. And I'm sitting there thinking, one, I'm laughing because it's so freaking painful to see a grown ass man be so stupid. And two, oh my God, I'm terrified because oh, yeah. we've got grown ass people that want to vote for that stupid ass man. Yeah. Like and the polls, just, yeah. the polls should not be that close. No. And it's not just that um, he's a philanderer, he's a deadbeat dad, he's a liar, uh, he commits tons of fraud, um, he's generally abusive. a bad person, right? An abuser, the list goes on, you know, the list goes on. But he's also really dangerous on policy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like one, he doesn't have a firm grasp of a ton of policies. He doesn't even know how diabetes works. He's like, he's got to eat right, right? And then that's going to solve the problem. No, people need insulin. But he doesn't think that's an issue. And that's who mostly majority of Sarah's demographic, unfortunately, will vote for. And some of the ashy high tech. Oh, don't even. even. Yeah, those. (laughs) Mm. They've been in my mentions today because I dared, dared to support uh, Stacey Abrams. Um, but, you know, it's a, it's a damn shame. I hope that ultimately people are going to support Warnock because they see his record of working mm-hmm. for the people and bringing them results, right? Um, it was him that pushed to have that $35 cap in the Inflation Reduction Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't get a broad-based cap but he managed to get at least four seniors on Medicare. 
that's that's what and that's going to make a tangible difference in a lot of yeah. people's lives yeah and that's what you do when you can't get the whole thing you work to get as much as you can right and that's why they need to send him back because yeah. he is determined to get the whole thing ultimately yeah. um he was also instrumental in this getting some student loan debt canceled but his key focus was on black and brown students and lower middle class students specifically people who get pell grants because he was also a pell grant recipient right and he went to an hbcu absolutely um, so he gets specific and tangible because we know they like that word uh <laughs> They like Result. the word, but they ignore it when it comes to some of their own candidates, right? Oh, of course. No, no, they don't care because it, it's a it's a red herring. It's not real. Yeah, it's not real. It's something yeah. that uh, the, their demands are designed to hurt Democratic candidates. That's all it is. Right. Well, speaking of Democratic candidates. So Masha and Chase is almost tied to con Condi's, but it's more on a spectrum of we have 23 days. It's less than 30 days, mm. less than a month of the midterms. And people acting stupid say they don't want to support Stacey Abrams, who could be the first Ooh, black governor of Georgia, but for the whole entire United States. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, to tell you, there's a couple of black women that's running in places and people need to pay attention. Here up here, people think our territory is safe. Mm, that poll is also close and it shouldn't be that close between Kathleen Hochul, because that's her name, and Lee Michael Zeldin. It shouldn't hmm. be that close. But you guys- Especially especially after you saw the numbers with the primaries. Exactly, but you got summer, but there was low turnout in the city, especially in the Bronx. The, Demo the one of the boroughs that have a good large of Latinos, and African Americans next to Brooklyn. So the yeah, but because the thing because with the primaries, her like in the primaries, more Democrats came out and turned up and voted for her in the primaries than all of the GOP candidates combined. Wow. So that's like with the polls as tight as they are, that that makes me nervous. And, and, and also because you got some of the quote unquote registered democrats aka the swazi supporters that did not come out and support they guy who came in third who came in after jamani williams and everybody How? thought jamani williams was going to come after tom swazi i was like nah Even how, how bad do you have to be to come in after jamani williams because I mean. jamani williams four years ago almost whooped her ass in the lieutenant governor's race so i was not surprised he was going to come in second I knew Tom Swazi. I said this to y'all on the podcast. He was going to come in last because he is running almost like a Lee Zeldin campaign, which it doesn't resonate with people in the downstate. It mm. doesn't resonate people within the city. So those quote unquote registered Democrats, those Swazi supporters are low key Republican. Like No, they are Republicans in, in Democrat clothing. And so... Right then and there, I don't know why you don't want to vote for her. And people go say because she's a woman. That's not the case. They don't want to vote for her because they think that she was trying to plot to get Andrew Cuomo out. That is not the case. 
Mm-mm. And people still salty about that? Yes. People are still salty about that. And oh, don't get me started how they salty about Tish. But the difference is nobody primary. Tish. Guess which demographic is most most salty about her and about Andrew Cuomo. Hmm. Yeah. And the Tasha, she gotta work 10 times harder to get black and Latinos on board because chasing those were those white Democrats. It's gonna kind of be like a waste of time in a way because you gotta get the people, especially in the city, mm-hmm. and you gotta get people, black people in Westchester, and there's black people in um, what is it, in Long Island. You gotta yeah. if you get all of us and Latinos and and peel off some of the AAPI well, community and I I gotta give her credit though. I gotta give her credit though. Um, she was um just in the Bronx with the speaker, either yesterday or the day before, out there hitting pavement in the Bronx. Yeah. And yeah, because now she know because it's crucial because Charles Rangel and all of them was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like they endorsed her over Letitia James once Letitia James bowed out because that was her tough. Co- you want to talk about competition. Condi, you you and I was on the same page. We mm. supported Sis James for governor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they were close. They mm. were close and close and neck. And I don't like I said, I don't have no hatred towards Kathy Hoffa. I I don't like her. I don't like her campaign staffers, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you know right now, because they they kind of like made her run like a feminist and she's not a feminist, it's not in her. Because most of those feminists from the 60s are Republicans. So I know that's not her. So she's just a laid back lady from Buffalo who just want to get shit done. She, she probably is a good politician. She's a good politician. And she's the most popular in the state? No. I mean, the AG and, and, the, and the senator and the lieutenant governor is more popular than she is, mm-hmm. but she's doing what she can. She's doing the best that she can. She's working with the majority. She's trying to reach all levels, but can she do a lot better? There's always room for improvement, but I'd rather vote for her who is going to work with different people within the Senate um, and the legislation, the Senate and, and the assembly versus Lee Zeldin, who wants to make New York a mini Florida, which that shit ain't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Without New York City's Democratic vote, Lee Zeldin ain't fucking winning shit. There's 8.4 million of us here. Mm-hmm. You're not even going to get the whole Long Island. Yep. You're not even going to get Westchester. If Buffalo, Rochester, Westchester, New York City, and parts of Long Island, not the whole Long Island, but parts of Long Island, vote for Kathy Hochul. Oh, she's blowing water. Mm-hmm. He's blowing water, especially in out of the bar, out of the five boroughs, four of the five boroughs. She's she got that shit. She got and she gets Brooklyn, the Bronx, which is the largest demographic, Queens, and Manhattan mostly. From she's gonna get the lower Manhattan part. She got to get Harlem. She got to get Harlem in the Heights if they come out in large numbers. That's it. Because even though I live on the Upper West Side, I'm still registered in Harlem because I'm always up there every week, two or three times out the week. So I'm still registered there. I, my church is up there because right now I will be in church in Harlem. So that's why I didn't. I never change my, my voting because I always go out and vote every election, even if they're small elections. So if people from New York, if you really want to be stupid, and not show up and vote, you will get somebody that is anti, not anti-abortion, but anti-voting rights, anti-marriage uh, equality, anti-progression, anti-affordable housing, 
anti-crime because he he probably will lock up so much black and hispanic people it's motherfucking crazy keep in mind his children are half hispanic don't put your fucking children in this this is about your politics sir so if you want to fuck around and fuck with that dude you will find out and you will find yourself priced out of the state of new york and that's my piece yeah they're gonna get glenn youngkin right Think someone not. is like moderate-ish, and then they turn out to be an extreme. Oh no, extremist. Lee Zeldin, he is not moderate. He is for a full abortion ban. He's a congressman. He voted, or he's—I think he's a co-sponsor on the abortion ban. I mean, he is—he is no moderate. He voted against certifying the 2020 elections. Keep in mind, the state of New York voted. Yeah, he's a full insurrectionist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's an insurrectionist. So people so. convince themselves of a lot of things when it comes down to vote, right? Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, Sarah, what is your shot? My shot. My shot. Bernie Sanders and Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> this week. <laughs> and I did. I, I saw you tweeting about it, and I saw you doing recordings about it, and I had already I had already messaged Elion to say, hey, this is what I want to talk about. And then I saw you talking about it, and I'm like, wait a minute, maybe Shantae's already chosen it. And she's like, no, you got it first, you're good. I'm like, all right, cool. Because we, I know we were like, all, so all, all of us, you know, I figured right on top Connie, of it. But- Connie or you was going to talk about it, because I wanted to talk about Lee Zeldin as trying to use the crime outside of his thing as a prop, but continue. But um, yeah, Bernie Sanders, first of all, for, you know, his shit take that we knew was coming at some point (laughs) that we needed to stop focusing on on reproductive issues. And you'll forgive me for saying it, you'll forgive me for saying it, but I can't stand it when they say women's issues on women's reproduction, because it's not, it's not just women's reproduction. It is anyone that has a uterus. Okay. So reproductive issues, he comes out saying that we, we shouldn't be talking about that. We shouldn't be focusing on that, which is so on brand with him. His shtick is the white middle class. Uh, He really was going on about that. Uterus havers be damned. You know, but not surprising for a guy that, you know, wrote wrote an essay that women fantasize about being raped. Fuck you, Bernie. Same with Tulsi Gabbard coming out right before the midterm elections. I'm no longer a Democrat. Well, no shit. We know you're not a Democrat. You were by name, but we know you're not a Democrat because you went there talking to Bashad al-Assad and you're talking to Putin and Kremlin people and you're anti, you're, you're, transphobic and you're anti we know you're done a democrat it's like they are purposely doing this right before the midterms to pull anyone who calls themselves a democrat but still aligns with those two away from the fucking party and away from the fucking elections and it pisses me off because democracy is on the fucking line we have to win these midterms we have to and that both of those bitch asses have to come out and pull this shit every fucking time. Every fucking time. Don't listen to them, people. Don't fall for it. It's safe to say that the majority of our listeners will not fall for it because they're smarter than that, but still. Don't fall for that bullshit. Show up at the fucking polls. Vote for a Democratic ticket. 
ignore fucking Bernie and Tassad. And a, a quick reminder, um, Shantae was saying that midterms are just around the corner. In some states, they're already here, right? Uh-huh. You can early vote already in a number of states and states like uh, Georgia and other states are starting their early voting, in-person mm-hmm. voting starting Monday. So get your get asses votes, to the polls and up vote. and down the ballots. You don't need to like them, you exactly. know, but so many rights are on the line. People need to just get it together. Yes. So vote. Yes. It's so easy now too. come on. Yes. Well, yes. Bernard Sanders of South Brooklyn because he's from South Brooklyn. Keep in mind. Yes. I, I, people are like, why do you keep saying that? Because he's from the area where the train's always so fucked up all the time. The Q, the N, the D, yes, the R, yes. Some trains are, and trains are fucked up this weekend, okay? Going towards Brooklyn. Him and um, Tulsi Gabbard of Miss Aloha, Hawaii, yeah, them, they are the bottom of the barrel as Democrats. Even though one already said he's not a Democrat, and one, we already knew she wasn't a Democrat. I mean, the people that she bamboozled and said she was progressive because she voted, she supported Bernie Sanders. She supported Bernie Sanders because she didn't fucking like Hillary Clinton. That's the motherfucking mm-hmm. reason why, okay? I no longer can stay silent. I had all the fucking receipts on that that thing. I, I want to say something else, but, you know, people will get mad. But that thing, that heifer, I had receipts on that heifer. That See, heifer the, the word I use for her most people I know don't like, so I don't use it except in my head. <laughs> but she's a heifer. She is a heifer. She's a jealous broad because she's jealous of our vice president. She's jealous because she didn't get picked. Nobody wasn't picking you. Nobody wasn't voting for you. White men liked you because you carry water for them. You carry the white mm-hmm. supremacy that they have. Look at your fucking husband. He looks like he doesn't wash. He's like he bathes in the river. And he probably dirties that river in Hawaii. Have you seen her face? So does she. She looks She's like she bathes in the river too. Have you seen those pores? Ma'am, get yourself a pore minimizer. How about she need to wash your video with skincare? Wash your face, ma'am. Wash your face. We got to do the Sarah thing for a minute. How she was with the soap. Oh my God. So many people got pissed off at that. We can talk about that later. <laughs> it was so cute. Because I'm like, Sarah, like she's 25. So yeah, but yeah, uh, them and Bernie Sanders, this is why, don't listen to them. This is why we need more senators. And people talking about we're going to lose the house. Don't no, be surprised. Republicans want to no. fuck their own shit up because they, they got, they, it's a disarray in the Republican party because they don't like Kevin McCarthy. They don't, they, they're not going to vote for him to be the house speaker if, 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 because it's not going to happen. You know who's going to be the, remain the house speaker? Nancy Pelosi. After she That's got right. right out. If not, nope. I think if Nancy Pelosi, when we keep the house with the midterms, if Nancy Pelosi does not seek to be elected as speaker again, you know who I think it's going to be. Hakeem Jeffries. Oh, and do you know what's going to happen? If, she, she, if, is, she is grooming him. She's training him on this. And oh, man, do I want it to happen. If it happens, um, I've already promised on the timeline that he will be designated Speaker Bay officially. 
officially. Speaker Bay. That's that this Brooklyn, and it, it'll be so hood in in the freaking. Because <laughs> he's still no. <laughs> he's from Crown Heights. He's from Crown Heights. I mean, come on. New, think about it. New York um, congressional delegation. New York politicians are a majority black and Hispanic. There's like a smidget that's white in the Democratic yeah. side. Or, or some that are more white aligned. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to mm-hmm. name names right now. But. Yep, but I, I, I'm going to be quiet. I guess, Sarah, we got another topic we got to cover, madam. Our bitch ass and badass of the week. And I think that... Mrs. Momoa hey. has stuff to say on that, and I'm super excited. All right. So first, we're going to be announcing last week's winners for Bitch Ass of the Week. It was a bit of a blowout. The winner got 76%. Uh, and when you hear who the nominees are, you'll know exactly why. So the first nominee was Ron DeSantis and his cute little white boots. Uh, <laughs> then it was Kanye West. I'm just going to just leave it at that because what else is there to say about that man? Nothing. Uh, and Caitlin Flanagan, uh, who makes it a career to go after MVP unsuccessfully. And get dragged for Phil for it. It's and the winner to see her get dragged though. Mm. <laughs> it's always beautiful to watch. Oh yes. Fun. Yeah. The winner is Kanye West. Because <laughs> he is that comes as no really terrible. He's awful. And he's still going at it too. Good grief. I, I have tended to stay out of that conversation because he is a black man and that's not my lane. I oh, have thoughts, but that's, not, silver, that's not my lane. So You could have said that to Silver Silverman because she felt like it was her motherfucking lane and she got dragged. She thinks every lane is her lane. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did jump in on that one. I did jump in on Sarah Silverman, but Kanye, that's not my lane. Well, Kenny already said it for us or for the black men, hopefully they took cues. He said, nobody is not going to be patronizing. Nobody going to be wearing them. <laughs> <laughs> Those torn clothes that he sells. <laughs> Those expensive know, Crocs that he sells. I don't even know how he became like a fashion wannabe icon. Because like, he's not. <laughs> that's why I said wannabe icon. Like, I... Uh, All right. Yeah. So who was our winner for badass last week? Okay, the badass of the week. uh, One with 93%. So the nominees were Katanji Brown-Jackson, Gabriela Carefa-Johnson, and The Internet. And obviously, Associate Supreme Court Justice, Katanji Brown-Jackson won! She was my nomination. She was my, my nomination. Because on day one, she was killing it. Yes, killing it. Exactly. Exactly. She was jumping in with both feet. She wasn't sitting there being quiet like nope. associate justices usually do. She was 
out there. And even, even in her speech where she was officially sworn in, she's like, I have a seat at the table. And oh, yeah. damn, did she make sure people knew it. And I just, mwah, yes. Beautiful to see. All right, so on to this week. I'm gonna start with uh, my nominee for Bitch Ass of the Week. Okay. And uh, I think we've already covered her at some length. (laughs) 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 Let me give you a hint. Tucker Carlson himself said of this person, I think that every Republican should sound like you. And that person is Tulsi Gabbard because she was never a Democrat, okay? She spent the entirety of President Obama's term just like dragging him, going on Fox News, just being messy, 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 right? Palling like Shantae said, and you, Sarah, palling with dictators, um the obviously pro kremlin mm-hmm. yeah and not even like in the tee kind of way but like high key kind of way <laughs> yeah yeah um so she is my nominee for bitch ass of the week mm-hmm. and sarah what about you my nominee again someone we discussed it like today <laughs> bernard fucking sanders Ugh. For his BS play, I had to clean up real quick because I have an eight-year-old in the room with me all of a sudden. (laughs) His BS play on trying to downplay the concerns with reproductive rights. F you, Bernie. You are a bitch ass. I wrote that too. <laughs> I just got called out. And she just pulled up the seat next to me. So really I have to keep my swearing at a minimum now. Is there like a swear jar at home? Do you no, I see her right no. here. No, Why but she will like, she will yell at me and tell me not to swear, not to use those words. <laughs> she cannot she cannot hear you she can hear me but not you so you guys are good i'm moving all of these stuff so i can have food for my peanut butter okay <laughs> oh my god she just burnt. so we have apparently we have a second guest host so yay Anyhow, to have her shantae who is your nominee mm-hmm. we spoke about him in good length Two. <laughs> oh, okay. So I've seen the little pause button on the bottom, which shows up when we've been recording, but I just went to press it to pop. Like I meant to mute, but I went to pause. And it said recording started. And I was just like, I don't know <laughs> like, if did it, I not record the entire thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And now I'm going to freak out. So like all of you, all of y'all listeners right now, 
if you're like, like I am freaking out right now in the episode, I'm not even going to edit it out because we're keeping it real. Anyway, Shante, who's your nominee? My nominee <laughs> is, we spoke about him in great length, Lee Zeldin. Yeah. The New York gubernatorial candidate. The guy who wants to be like Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis for, you know, just trying to make New York a bad place to live, especially New York City, a bad place to live. Because if he's elected a governor, he's going to have to spend majority of his motherfucking time here, which he's not going to be elected as governor, even though it's going to be a tough race. He's not going to be elected and using his family as a prop, using his biracial children as a prop. That's pretty fucking gross. Yeah, he sounds terrible. That's what Republicans do. They mm. they took they're the arbitrators of identity politics. Um, didn't that uh, Caruso guy in LA claim to be a Latin a few days ago? And I was like, what? I have no idea. I have no idea. I remember in 2016 with Jeb Bush trying to use his family. Oh gosh, I remember that. Trying to use his family as a selling point. Which was just really gross. Bottom of the barrel stuff. Bottom of the barrel. So, our nominees. Who are they? Run them down again. Okay, so our nominees again for Bitch Ass of the Week. It's going to be Tulsi Gabbard. Bernard Sanders, and Lee Zeldin. Lee Zeldin. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to take this out on a high note. Who's our All right, on a high note, <laughs> let's go to me. our badasses of the week. And I will start with mine because they're near and dear to my heart. And <laughs> Shantae is giggling right now. We know who it's gonna be. None of us, none of us are fools. <laughs> like nobody, know. like absolutely nobody should be surprised by this. But it is Senator Mayabu. You can't see me right now, but I'm brushing the hair away from my face. <laughs> <laughs> and Senator Bay. And the reason why I nominated them. Oh, I she know, needs hard hands. Hard hands. Hard hands. <laughs> Um, (laughs) my husband is always making fun of me because he's like you're literally like a teenage girl when you talk about them (laughs) like if this was the 90s I'd have like posters of them on my wall with like little hearts hearts I am so glad that my husband's not the only one that doesn't take offense when I fangirl or go (laughs) completely nuts over people no he thinks it's hilarious um so the reason why I nominated them is because last week uh, they marched, walked in Atlanta's Pride Parade. And it was the first time that any sitting senators in Georgia had done that. That is awesome. Right? Um, so fantasy-inducing. Yeah. So elections matter, guys. Like, uh, who represents you matters because they accept everyone. Love is love. And they rode in in a pink Cadillac. And let me tell you, Senator Mayabu's shirt was so tight. 
those buttons were struggling against <laughs> his body. <laughs> his seams were ready to pop, let me tell you. <laughs> you will be fighting you was fighting with people on the time. <laughs> I spent the entire day just like tweeting about it. Every photo that dropped, I was freaking out. I had a whole thread basically about me dying and then coming back to life. <laughs> and then dying again and coming back to life. Oh my god. You're- and I was like toggling between Twitter and Instagram and they'll drop videos there. Anyway. That's <laughs> my boo stopping so fine. <laughs> I mean, those are good nominees. And it's just yeah. like I think I'm not a resident of Georgia. Neither am I. <laughs> no, it's like I'm not a resident of Georgia, but I can only imagine mm. how it feels for Georgians who are part of the LGBTQ community, and I am part of the LGBTQ community, I'm just not in Georgia. I can only imagine how seen and like how much it means to them to have their senators yeah. show up for that. Exactly. After having no recognition, and that's awesome. Yeah, not just no recognition, but like outright hostility. Yes, yes. Right? Um, and what's great, it wasn't just them. Uh, gubernatorial candidates, Stacey Abrams was also there. Yay! And some of their Congress people were there, and some of the people on the Democratic statewide slate were also there. So it was a whole delegation um, supporting the community, and that was great. That's awesome. Okay. And then on to Shantae's pick for Badass of the Week. Well, it is. I love this man. This man sounds like a church deacon. If you go to a black church and then you hear, or a, a trustee, have your collection and your table and <laughs> your money here, your tithes and your offering here, and will help you, sister so and so. Yes, the chairman of the one six committee. Yes, oh, not that vice chair. Who? But who? The chair. We don't know Danny her. Gordon Thompson, who? vice chair of who? Mississippi. Huh? Vice Chair who? Exactly. Vice Chair who? Vice Chair Richard Richard Bruce's Cheney's warmonger daughter? Yeah. No, not her. All she does is just read the book report other people wrote, so whatever. Nobody can see me, but I'm I'm waving both. (laughs) Oh, I did a whole thread about why I should not have, because I was told to have grace for a white No. 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 (laughs) Absolutely not. But I love him. He led that thing. Nobody argued. Nobody came combative. Like, nope. everything was on schedule. He was like, we're going to take five-minute break, a five-minute recess. And when we come back, we're going to come back and to, to, to the witness. I just want to know, are you okay? Are you all right? That's how he sounds. And I'm just like, I love the way he sounds. He sounds like one of the guys, like, from my mom, because my mom is from South Carolina. But he's from Mississippi, so they kind of like have like the same like kind of like demeanor and the way they speak. I love it. I love it. And despite the fact that he is a good politician, like he's yeah. led committees. Like this mm-hmm. is not the only committee he led. He he's like a leader. So it's yeah. like I love him, and he's great. He is. He is. And it's just it's it's frustrating. 
it's frustrating to see all of my demographic propping Elizabeth Cheney up as some fucking hero and as some leader, like as the leader of this committee. And she's not. This Every committee time I has see one Liz chair Cheney for president. I, I, I lose my mind. And these are from fucking Democratic white women. Yeah. Ah, what is wrong with you people? Benny Thompson. I, Nancy Pelosi knew what she was doing oh, yeah. when she appointed him as the chair of this committee. And that's mm-hmm. that. That's that. She knew yep. what she was doing. He knows what he's doing. That's all I got to say on that. I'll all leave right, the rest now, for you two to say. On to uh, your nominee. My nominee is the jury in Connecticut that just found Alex Jones liable for almost a billion dollars <laughs> against the sand against the uh, or for they found in favor of the Sandy Hook parents. Only some of them, I think, like seven families were represented. Uh, not all the families, but almost a billion dollars. Alex Jones, you are fucked, dude. You are broke as fuck. You're gonna stay broke as fuck and you're gonna die broke as fuck. Good. Couldn't happen to a better guy. (laughs) (laughs) What did she say? I wouldn't say those words if I were you. She reminds me. Put on a timeout. She sounds like Prince Humperdinck. I would not say such things if I were you. See, Dina, back in the day, I could not be around grown folks' conversation. I had to be in my room. (laughs) This is how much we need the elders, because the elders would have been like, what you doing down here? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or my husband being around, but he's not. He's out announcing a game, so... Oh, it's just me and the daughter today, and I just, got, you I, just, I just got called out by my daughter. <laughs> Rightly so, because I shouldn't be talking like that in front of her. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so who are our nominees again? Summary of our nominees for Badass of the Week. All right, so Badass of the Week nominees, Senator Maibu, a.k.a. Senator John Ossoff. And Senator Bay, a.k.a. Senator Warnock. And Chair Benny Thompson. Woohoo! Yes, fingers. <laughs> That's my little white girl happy is dance. My, is this my hair? <laughs> Sorry, I just have... My kid is randomly coming in. That's your hair. It's, it's this my hair. Give it to me, please. <laughs> Go ahead, please, Ben. Please finish. Dina, please go in the other room while we finish. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah, I've forgotten yours. because <laughs> my hair. Shh, go, please. <laughs> that kid is Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> the last one was the jury from the other right. trial. The jury from the Sandy Hook trial. 
because they deserve and uh, Alex Jones also deserves everything that's coming towards him. Mm, at minimum, he deserves that. What he really deserves is to be put in under jail. the jail. Yep. Yeah. So anyhow, those are our nominees. Look online for the polls where you can cast your votes. And um, we thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Unapologetically She. We thank our guest host, Ms. Momoa. Thank you for having me. So excited to have you. And maybe, hopefully, we can have you again. And I will work. I will work on my pronunciation because I am a basic white bitch who can't do my clicking and I can't roll my R's and I can't like do any of that stuff. So I will try, I will practice. I failed Spanish because I can't roll my R's, okay? So I will work, I will practice. And the next time we have you on, I will not have to call you Mrs. Momoa. Your daughter in the background is I know, I know. <laughs> Hi. Uh, does she have a gap like me? She has a gap. Oh, she I have a gap too. Yo, she looks just like her father, but act just like Sarah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm crazy. You're crazy. You are not crazy. You are eight years old. But you just, you're a kid. Okay, go on. I got to wrap this up, kiddo. Okay. Okay, go, go, go play your game for a minute. Take your butt. Take your joining us for another episode of unapologetically she i'm sarah i'm shante i'm eliane you can find us on all social media platforms at the t-h-e-e joyful she and it's because of listeners like you that we are able to share our thoughts on current events please support us on patreon at the joyful she we'll see you online